Hello, and welcome to another episode of Bros 3 Podcast for August 6, 2023. And how are you doing, fam? I say, how are you doing? Are you out there living your best life? Life, life. Well, I hope that you are. And if you're not, then today will be the perfect day to start. Everything I hoped for and I hoped for is gone. It's gone now. Buried in, buried in the ground. That's that from that soundtrack, that life soundtrack. That was a bomb soundtrack. Hopes and dreams, hopes and dreams, and all those things I don't I'll never see. I will never, never see somebody give me life. Anyway, all right. So I got so many things I want to talk to you about, and it's gonna come out because I'm excited. And I don't want to miss a thing. Said I don't want to miss a thing. Cause even when I think of you, the sweetest thing will never do. I got, I got a new mic and it's, it sounds kind of, it sounds good in my ears anyway. Um, I don't know if y'all can hear this, but it's, it's been raining all day. And um, it's been peaceful, bro. So peaceful. Okay, so a lot of stuff has happened these last three months. I'm going to try to keep it A, B, C, and D. It's not chronological order, but if I start telling you about something, I want to make it, what's the word when people make it coherent? Coherent thoughts. Okay? Okay, cool. So, about two months ago, right, in July, me and brother number two took our families to Canada, right? Um, it was beautiful, beautiful experience. Um, it was really to, being over there, uh, we went to a, we went to a pub and they didn't see us as black if that makes sense they saw us as Americans it was really kind of, it was kind of eye-opening really because you know we separate segregate black white <laughs> and it was just like oh no I, the dude said oh you Americans boo 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 it wasn't a bad thing but we just didn't we didn't know certain things about the cultures like they don't have one dollars and two dollars they got loonies and toonies they just coins, you know, just a small thing, right? So I was like, where can I get some of y'all funny money? Because that ain't real money. Like, oh, y'all money. I mean, they money was all smooth. You know what I'm saying? Shiny and holographic and stuff. It was purple. and red. Like, the, the money didn't even start looking. It was like welfare money. Like, futuristic George Jetson welfare dollars, right? So then we were sitting there, we was getting the money. It was like, ooh, one, one, loony, and a toony. And then the five had like a purple Victoria. Uh, the queen, queen Elizabeth, maybe Victoria, one of them. But it was like a, it was like one of her good pictures. Like it wasn't like near the end of her life. Like she looked twenty six. Like she looked like she was good to go. You know what I'm saying? I wonder when, when people like how, what's the time limit on the picture you can use for your obituary? I'm just saying, like. You know, like sometimes, like you, you, we all got that one good picture. Like, man, I was doing it that day, right? And you know, like when they looking through your stuff, looking for, you know, a picture to to to, to immortalize your life, they're gonna get that glamour shot, the one you've been using since '92, with the nice little Jerry curl, your forehead slightly shiny, whatever. Anyway, they money didn't feel like it didn't have the stench of oppression. Like they didn't have just like former slave owners. It, it felt smooth to the touch, right? So anyway, um, we went to this really nice brunch spot. And when I say brunch, like they had like Asiago cheese. <laughs> Just, that was an example. <coughs> Brioche buns. You know what I'm saying? Like it wasn't just an egg, bacon, cheese sandwich. It was like honey, bacon, and, and you know, nine multi-grain bread. It was a classy place, what I'm saying. They had... Um, 
Anyway, uh, so we got these pancakes, right? And when I say fluffy, bro, they all, it was like obscenely fluffy in the color. The, the food, the colors was different because a lot of stuff that we eat here, they don't let that fly over there. So anyway, we had these fluffy pancakes. When I say fluffy, bro, like it was it was like, how did you do that, right? And the woman was like, uh, she was like French. Uh, she said, uh, do, do you need anything else? <laughs> That's terrible French, but you get what I'm saying. Uh, do you, uh, je sais quoi? I said, uh, can we get some, uh, some, some, uh, some Mrs. Buttersworth? She said, Miss, who is this Mrs. Buttersworth? We have maple syrup. I said, can we get some of that? She said, two tweets, you know, two demons, absolutely. Right? So she brings over, I'm used, you know, I'm thinking Angel Mama. You dig what I'm saying? I know they're using a government name now. I ain't trying to hear that. I'm used to Angel Mama out the refrigerator. Some people don't keep theirs in the refrigerator. Whatever. I'm used to coming and still like have sticky drips running down the side. She brought us like a little pewter, um, like like a like a little pitcher, right? Had a little handle and everything, a little spout. It was small though. It didn't look big enough for the table, right? These pancakes is fluffy. I'm assuming we're gonna pour this little drip on there. She's going to bring us some more. We're like, are you sure this is enough? She said, sir, this is a, you know, the premium, not cut. No, no disrespect to your mama. I say, Jemima. She said, that's her knees up, but this right here. <laughs> Did the little French kiss, right? And when I pulled it on there, man, oh, my God. I, I dipped my finger in it like it was cocaine. I was rub across my teeth. I was like, mm, God, wait, right? So... And she did that thing. She said, it's good. No, I was like, yes. She said, yes. I was like, yes, it's good. No, it's good. She said, I don't know, but I, yeah, she you had a good time. Okay, right. So, long story short, good pancakes, syrup. Now, a week before this event, I am at a business meeting. This is my job, right? And uh, people in my profession, we had a pancake breakfast, right? And, um... They have the pancakes, right? So I'm the only black guy, which is per usual. Um, we're eating the pancakes. And I hear in a whole nother room, I hear the white guys talking about the pancakes and the pancake syrup. They like, we ain't got no Mrs. Buttersworth. And they was like, um, yeah, they go right there. Like, this ain't Mrs. Buttersworth. Where's Mrs. Buttersworth? I'm used to the black lady. Man, Mrs. Butterworth is that's that's good pancake syrup. Like they really, they really go in the bat for Mrs. Butterworth, and me being the only black person, I ain't got the heart to go in there and tell them that Mrs. Butterworth is the fat, pudgy, white British lady, and and mom's who they talking about. Cause they was like, you know, Mrs. Butterworth ain't even called Mrs. Butterworth. They changed the name, and they were like, well, she always gonna be Mrs. Butterworth to me. I was like, it's adorable. Like it's racist, but it's it's not though. It's <laughs> bless their hearts, right? Um, what else happened? So anyway, while we were having this um, having this brunch, right? Me and brother number two, we was kind of well. He was reflecting how far we've come. You know, if you would have told us that um, when we were growing up, like. We'll be planning multiple trips across season. I'm not saying it's to brag. This is God. This ain't me bragging. It's just saying, you know, if you would have told me two years ago, you know, I would be going to a dream destination before the end of this year, you know, or we, you know, going to Canada like multiple times in this one year. Uh, brother, brother number three flying in from Japan to Dominican Republic and boop, 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 boop. Like, dude, you, I wouldn't have believed you. I wouldn't have, right? So anyway, my brother was telling me, brother number two, was saying, Tony, man, you know, now that you, you in a certain place in life, you know, you got to smooth them edges out. Like you can't, you can't keep the same defenses up. And I, I didn't, I, I, I understood what he said, but it didn't, it didn't really mesh with me because when we got back. Right, got back to the states. <laughs> That's what they say when you when you travel, <laughs> my good man. You you're back in the states, right? Anyway, when we got back in the states, right, he went to his, you know, his his, his little little piece of paradise. I'm back in the hood, bro. 
right? And I can't be walking around here, you know, with my head in the clouds when I still got my feet ten toes down in the hood, you dig? So, the perfect example. I go up to the streets of the family dollar, right? Go up to the family dollar. I'm with my homie, right? We're looking for some snacks. I don't know why. I think, I don't want to lie to you. I don't know why we was in there. But we just looking for some little snacks, some little, you know, nibbles, right? Whatever. Right? So I'm going through that. It's like broad daylight, right? And as I, I got to get my oatmeal cookies. I changed my life since then. I don't, I don't eat the snacks no more because I got what, I got rich people wait on me, so I got to lose that. Anyway, I'm going looking for my oatmeal cookies, right? And I'm at the end of the aisle. I look down the aisle because I know where the cookies are. But there's a dude at the opposite end of the aisle. He's got the Pooh Shiesty mask on. Now, the Pooh Shiesty mask for my older listeners it's like a bank robber's mask, you know. I think Canadian people call them toboggans. But if you slide across your face, you know, you got a hole for your eyes and for your mouth, right? So, it's new material, though. This ain't wool or cotton. I don't know what it is. It's smooth. It's it like leotard material. Well, you got the poo shiesty on, right? I see him. And, I, I, you know, kids is wearing the mask. I ain't really tripping. But then but he bent down. Like he's looking at something on the bottom shelf, right? And I'm about to walk down the aisle to get my cookies, but then I just happened to look, and this boy got a Draco strapped across his chest. Now, for the older listeners, a Draco is like an AK-47, but it don't have the stock on the back, right? Uh, it's like a machine gun. Now, he got it, like, strapped. Like, I went, like dudes wear messenger bags, women wear purses. He got the Draco right on his chest, face covered up, and my man's looking between the difference between, like, the, the 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 coffee the, the the instant coffee and the Dunkin Donuts coffee he all be like really look at it like hmm this says forty seven calories hmm this says sixty two I am trying to wash my figure and as I, he bent over he looked up at me like he didn't say it but his eyes like and what do you think man I was just, so I just kind of like stepped back and I went and got my homie I didn't run I walked over I was like hey man just let you know uh, dude in the cookie house got the Draco on him. and my homie was like. Okay. <laughs> like shrug, like, okay, what that guy do? Was okay, cool. If ain't nobody tripping, I ain't tripping, right? So then I go to get in line. I wait to leave out my cookie. I gotta get my cookies. That was half of the mission, right? I grab my cookies, right? Now there's a line. It's a nice little line, it's about seven, eight people. And Mr. Draco uh machine gun, Kelly, he's at the front, I ain't took the mask off. And he's trying to buy whatever he's trying to buy. Draco just kind of jangling against his chest, a little thin boy. Little lips ashy, whatever. So, like, he's buying whatever he's buying. And then, like, he's got, like, a dollar in his hand. He's counting down change, right? And, like, he wants to pay and had an exact amount. And I was like, that's a really funny character quirk. And then, like, he kind of looked up a little bit. Like, looked around. And I was like, I swear to God, if he's short any amount of money, I pay for all his crap. I swear to God. Right, but he had enough money, and he, now before he walked off, there was a thick brother right in front of me in line. And when I say thick, this brother was like three of me. He was a big, older, thicker man, right? So I just looked at him, right? I looked at him long enough till he caught my eye, and I kind of nudged my head over to Pusheisty with the machine gun on his chest. And now I looked back at him like it was a sign. Like, what you, what you think about that? What you just, how you feel about that? He got shrugged like, hey, man, don't look at me. I'm just big and, big and hefty. I'm just trying to breathe, right? Didn't say it, but it was with his breath, right? <laughs> like a bear stumbling to the human world, right? Okay, cool. The thing that perplexed me, I think that's a word, perplexed. Perplex. The thing that was perplexing to me is that Husky Man was there with his Husky wife and Husky child. Like, but we was all in line. It, it was it was like he was a nonchalant hijacker. Like you know, it's just let's keep it casual. I mean, I'm just gonna do me. You do you. Like, but we we knew it's almost like somebody tell you you can leave anytime you want, but you just got an idea. Like maybe you shouldn't leave. Like just pretend like I'm not even here, dude, with the machine gun across my chest. And we didn't, right? But I'm sitting there looking at hefty man and his hefty kids and his hefty family. I, I instantly felt at ease because, like, if he starts shooting, I'm behind a wall of saline and high cholesterol. Like, I am the safest person in the room, right? No cap. 
And then like once <laughs> once Pooh once Poo Shasty like got his stuff, they had him his bags. And it's almost like he looked back again. It was like a robbery, but he didn't do nothing. He just felt really guilty, you know? And once he walked out, I swear to God, there was an audible. We was all like, what? We was like, boy, that's crazy, right? And the woman was like, whatever the boy's name is, she was like, that's daring. He always come in here with that. She was like, but boy, I was nervous. Anyway, so we kept moving, right? And hefty man and his hefty family, uh, I just really didn't, I like, I, I wouldn't, there's no way I would have stayed in there with the hefty kid and the hefty wife. Uh, but then, like, in front of me, the hefty kid, like, started, like, asking for, he was super annoying. I was like, see, that's why he didn't leave. Because he was, he was way too big to move that fast and be that juvenile. Like, he easily could have been 14, but, like, his body was 14, his mind was, like, 8. So he was like, Dad, can we have some Eminem's? And then the dad was like, well, that's not a no. It was the weirdest thing. It was like that kid, like somebody took the kid. And he was making those quick eight-year-old movements. But it was like 15-year-old muscles and, and tendons moving. It was weird. And I was like, that's why he didn't run out this place. Anyway, um, kids. Um, okay, so... I don't mind kids. <laughs> that's, a, that's a bad transition. It's true, though. I don't mind kids. Kids are cool. The concept of a kid is dope, right? Like, two people meet, right? And can't nobody make a kid without another person. So, <clears throat> you people, <laughs> you people, uh, you know, you, you, y'all, Genetic material come together. It's like two trees growing apart, you know what I'm saying? And y'all come together to make a potentially somebody who change the next generation. It's beautiful in a way, right? Yo lineage, yo creeds, yo, you know, the good traits, bad traits that get thrown, you know, with this other person. And, you know, for some reason, y'all attract each other. And y'all, y'all make a person. It ain't just like y'all did the do, right? I mean, anybody could do to do, but y'all, y'all decide to take the steps to bring forth a child, man. That's, that's kind of, that's, um, that's heavy, you know? And then, uh, you know, you do it again, you know, sometimes, but that's besides the point, right? So in, in essence, kids are, as an idea, are cool, you know, um, I don't like other people's kids or Okay, I take if you dating a woman, right? She's got kids, right? Like you have to like the woman, and then that like kind of pours over to the kid. You know what I'm saying? But sometimes them kids are just too weird, man. You like, you know what? Nah, I don't like the woman enough to like her kid. You know, or like sometimes if you're the guy, you you're always the outsider, right? Okay, I don't know if this is making sense. I was talking to this young lady, right? And she had a kid. I wasn't trying to, like, you know, meet them. <laughs> initially, initially I wasn't. But, you know, you hang around enough, and women feel, okay, well, you know, you seem to be a good dude. You know, hang out with my little alien kid, right? He ain't never, every six months I switch up father figures, so maybe, you know, maybe you can impart something before the next one come in, right? I didn't know it was a short-term gig, but whatever, right? I'm talking to the little kid. And he would do things, and it wasn't really my place to correct. But at the same time, I can't just let you go out there as a little young man and not know certain things, right? So I was talking to him, right? And I was using like the, the early 90s, like, hey, you know what I mean, son? Like, I say that to my daughter, you know what I'm saying? Even since she was like eight, nine, right? Like, nah, son, you can't be out there like that. Even though we was buying tampons, you know what I'm saying? Shit like that, you think I'm old enough to have a bra? Nah, son, you can't be out there jiggling, you know what I'm saying? Like, that's how I talk, you know? So anyway, I was telling little kids, so I'm like, nah, son, you can't even do that like that, son. And he was like, you're not my dad, and I'm not your son. <laughs> I was like, whoa, gee, bitch, I was a fan. And then he went to his mom like, mom. Mom, Mr. Tony called me his son. 
And I was just like, I didn't do nothing. But at the same time, little homie, this what we. Oh. That's why I'm like, like, it just felt like a betrayal. Like, and I had to explain to her, like, I wasn't calling him my son. Like, I want you to be my wife. I was saying it like early 90s. You know, early 90s, huh? <laughs> hippie, 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 right? And it was just like, whatever, right? Like, okay. I like going to see movies, right? I feel guilty even saying it, but it's true. I like going to see certain movies. And. <laughs> Like I'm doing something wrong. Ain't nothing wrong with what I do. But real talk, like I like to go see certain movies, right? I, I mean, I grew up with you know Super Mario, Teen Mutant Turtle, uh, you know stuff like that. And I don't have a, a somebody who got small kids. Like everybody know their kids is grown, you know. So then I'd be like, "What's well, skipping, man?" I, I had to build myself up. Like I can go to the movies. I ain't doing nothing. I ain't hurting nobody. <laughs> And I go up there, I just saw a TM in the turtle movie. And it was like, <laughs> like have, have, you know, have many tickets. And like the woman, she looking for kids and stuff. It's 11 o'clock in the afternoon. I got a hoodie on. You know, I'm like one for TM in the turtle. She was like, yeah, just just one. And looking around. I'm, yeah, man, it's a Tuesday, man. Ain't no kids here, man. Don't don't make me feel, you know, weird or whatever. And then if I do have <laughs> happen to go, it's a whole bunch of kids. Like I sit all the way on the other side. Like I don't want nobody, you know, just... Cause then you know what it is. Cause sometimes, even if I'm not in the situation, if your kid out there doing something bad, like the parent and me just be like, "This is what we doing." Like, I don't, I can't turn it off. So it's just like I gotta sit there and watch. And like this young man is gonna be the future CEO. Perfect example. Okay, I'm gonna say this. I'm gonna leave it alone. The situation happened at my niece's pool party right so while my nieces was in town from japan we had a pool party the families got together because they've been cross seas for multiple years we don't you know we don't get to celebrate every birthday but since they was here it was like all right cool let's have a party you know and i'm i don't believe in being late so i'm over here telling brother number two hey come on man we gotta get to the pool party man the kitty pool party like i'm he like, you awfully excited. <laughs> you awfully excited to go to a kiddie pool party. And I'm like, you know what I mean. Like, I, I want to show up for my nieces. You dig what I'm saying? So anyway, we get there. And um, it started raining. So we all had to, like, kind of go into the garage or whatever. Right? And these little kids, like, little boys, they went swim trunks and stuff. They, they know, young, six, seven, eight, nine, whatever. Right? And I don't know what they doing, but they kind of doing the Macho Man Randy Savage, where you put your arms like you're making biceps, right? You got them real close to you. You got your fist close to your ears, like, hey, like, show them this is my big muscles. But then they wiggling their wieners around, like, yeah, wiggle, 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 right? So I'm saying, when we, when we first got there, the first thing I said was, hey, where are all these kids' parents at? And everybody was like, oh, Tony, you're so funny. It's like, no, I'm serious. There's a pool right there. You know, if and I said it, if one of these kids drown, I can't swim. Like, it's just, oh, Tony, you're hilarious. Like, dude, I'm really genuinely concerned. Where are these people? Somebody got together and made these little people. Where are their guardians, right? Whatever. Ain't nobody saying that. Whatever. Cool, whatever. Because I don't know them or they people. I don't, you know, whatever. So anyway, little kids over there got the muscle man wiggles, right? Wiggle, 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 right? So I'm over here like, what the heck? I'm talking to my nephew like, what's going on here? I mean, this, this, this what the kid's doing now? He like, uncle, I don't know. Okay, cool. Then little kid gonna come to my face. Hey, he didn't say it, but he pretty much with his eyes. Hey, mister, wiggle, 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 like real, <laughs> like close to me. I'm like, what the hell? So I'm old, man. I deserve more respect than that, man. I got gray hair and everything, right? So the first thing I do, I stand up. And I grab a hot sauce bottle. <laughs> and I'm like, I take a couple steps. I'm like, all right, like, quit. Don't mess with me. You know, you 8, 9, 10, whatever, right? As soon as I go sit back at my seat, right? I mean, literally, as soon as I get these old bones back in the seat, I'm facing him. He right in front of me again. Hey, mister, wiggle, 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 like, dude. So I caught him this time, right? Grabbed him by his head, cause it really ain't nothing else to grab. The brother, he, he ain't got no shirt on, he got on swim, swim trunk. Right, grabbed him by a head full of his hair, and everybody like, Tony, Tony, stop! I'm like, 
and, I, and I'm sitting over looking like, where is his print? And I spin him around. <laughs> Dude, point your little wiener somewhere. I'm not. Everyone's saying, like, I was wrong and all this other type stuff. It's like, dude, I. Look, when I was a. <laughs> when, when I was a kid, brought to you by Nostalgia. Sha-na-na-na. I used to bully on my younger brother, right? I used to bully on my younger brother till I was about nine. One day he fought me back and let me know that this wasn't going to be his life, and I. I had to respect that, right? But we was at church right now. I would hit him or something because we was like the only two kids. So I hit him or something. There was a Reverend, what was his name? Reverend Jones, right? And he had an old raspy voice and he he had big hands because he was a steel worker. Like he had man hands, you know, like elephant knuckles. Like they was, they had seen something. He had big thick glasses, man. He was, you know, older man. He talked, uh, he believed in God real tough. Not in a bad way, you know. But like when he talked, his, his voice, it was like boom. And I just remember, it sounded like, like sandpaper, you know what I'm saying? Like, Tony, you leave that boy alone. Like it, sound, it sounded stern, but not mean, you know what I'm saying? Like his words had weight to him. You dig what I'm saying? And he, he always, you know, helped out in church and stuff. Yeah. Anyway, uh, I hit my brother, right? <laughs> Tony! I told you to leave that boy alone, didn't I? I said, yes, sir. He said, come and bring me that noggin. And I'd walk up to him. I didn't know what that meant at the time. He would take his big fist, right? His big fist. He would ball it up and just drop it on my head like, boom. And his fist was up. It wasn't mean. Like, he didn't drive me in the ground like a, like a cartoon spike or something. But he just kind of put it up there and let the weight just pop. You know what I'm saying? And I would feel it shake my whole, like it would go through my little skinny neck. I'd feel it all in my little shoulders, shake my rib cage, and you know what I'm saying? Shake the change out of my, out of my church pants. I was like, whoa, like, whoa. like, nah, I told you to leave him alone, didn't I? I said, yes, sir. He's like, I'm going up there now. And we'd go up there and sing church songs or whatever, you know? But then, you know, next Sunday I would do it again. It was almost like, I don't know, like it was, it was discipline. Like, I, I would do it until, like, he was Tony Dot, didn't I tell you to leave that boy alone? Yes, sir. Bring me that noggin. <laughs> like, it was, it felt weird, but it was, I, but I didn't mess with him no more. Anyway, um, yeah, so that happened, you know. And my little nieces, they, sweet babies, they came in. Uncle Tony! I was like, hey, what's up, sweet baby? They're like, oh, hi, Uncle Zaybuzz. I was like, hey, she, she. Like, you know, I don't know a lot of Japanese, but it was, it was really sweet. Okay, what else has been going on? Um, speaking of kids, right, I've been... <laughs> All right, I seen this story like about a year ago. And I don't know, I don't know the details or the specifics of it. But it just it, it tickles me. I don't know if grown men can say it tickles you, but guess what? It tickles me, man. I said it with a little too much stank on it. But it, it makes me laugh. It makes me ha 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 ha. How about that? <laughs> Alright, so this is the world we live in, man, 2023. There was a man. <laughs> I'm sorry, that just so I could begin with a country song. But there was a man. There was a man. <laughs> a weird, weird man. A weird, weird man. Okay, stay focused. There was a dude. <laughs> and the dude had a, had made a baby with a woman. As you tend to do, right? And somewhere in the midst of things. Okay, skip it. Start again. There was a guy, right? Okay, no. The article said, genderless dragon cries because of child support. Okay, we'll start with that. So, we're going to start off from humans and we're going to end up with dragons. All right? Now, follow me now. Follow me now. Um, I guess this dude had a baby, right? And then as the baby was growing up, whatever, he realized he wasn't a human. He was really a dragon. Right, and he wasn't a man; he was genderless. So then he went through all these procedures and stuff, and he changed himself into a dragon. 
So he got his teeth sharpened. He had stuff put uh, under his, under his, like in his forehead, I guess, to simulate horns. Um, you know, tattooed up, sharp, shaved his teeth or whatever, right? <laughs> and then they was in, <laughs> they was interviewing this person, this ridiculous human being. I don't know what his what his tender bitters was like. I don't, I didn't want to, know. but they was interviewing him and he was crying. He was just like, <laughs> he's upset with me. Like he, he's ashamed of me. Like. <laughs> And yes, he deserves to be ashamed of you. Look, you are allowed to do whatever you want to do to your body, to your face, to your whatever. But you cannot control how other people feel about you. Right? Like, yes, he's upset his daddy turned into Falcor. Like, and of course, I just, I was just thinking, like, you know, what would that child support court hearing be like? You know what I'm saying? Like, whatever his human name was. Like, John Richardson uh, versus the state of Indiana. And he, he walks up there <laughs> in his suit. But he cut out, like, little little in the back so his little bat wings can hang out. Because he's a dragon, right? And he comes up there. And he's got his horns and stuff. Got his little talons or whatever. And he comes there with his briefcase and ill-fitting suit, like, well, actually, Your Honor, uh, uh, John Richardson is not my, that's my human form. I am now legally referred to as Xanthar, the immortal. <laughs> right? So then, they put Xanthar, the immortal, on the stage, like, Xanthar, do you tell, swear to tell the truth? And the whole truth and nothing but the truth. He's like, by the eye of Bandera and all the necromancers, I solemnly bend the knee. You're like, say, just say yes or no. Yes, sir. Right? <laughs> right? And they say, you know, Xanthar, how how long have you, uh, you know, is it true that you do not have any part of uh, this, this uh, your son's life? Well, as I previously stated, I did in fact mate with a human mortal, hoping to encapsulate Sauron the Ever Living. Unfortunately, we've made a baby, and now because I've shed my mortal coil, as you can see, I should not be held liable. For the human offspring. Right? <laughs> like, sir, uh, Xanthor, what do you do for a living? Well, I do work in the back room of Target. <laughs> That's my dragon's keep. Okay. <laughs> well, how much do you bring home? You know, a week. Well, uh, I am paid in hit points and experience and uh, uh, 38 charisma points. Like, sir, Brent, give us a dollar amount. Uh, 13 silver and 28 gold. Like, what does that mean? How much do you bring home a month, a week? $328. They're taking it, bro. <laughs> and he gonna get upset with the ruler like, this is an outrage. And he goes, roar. <laughs> Dragon roar. Sir, sit down before we take you to jail. Let the real gorillas get at you. You can't cage Xanthor. Raw fire spray. Like he just says it. Like when he's not really shooting fire. Obviously. Fire spray. <laughs> just, just like I hold you in contempt. Babes take him in the back. You human mortals can't fight Xanthor. And they hit him with their tails. Oh! <laughs> There are powerful warlocks in the court. <laughs> like, I just... <laughs> I know this is probably... Oh, sweet baby Jesus. <laughs> yeah, so I just... I wanted to do that. I wanted to say that. Um, What else, man? Um, there are other things I want to talk about. I just... Whew. Um... I will say this. Uh, June 5th. Did I say this already? I hope I didn't. Anyway, June 5th, I became a journeyman. So, um, I don't know, but if you've been listening over the last two years or so, 
I told you I started a journey. I didn't want to speak on it until I actually finished it. So I am a teamster now. <clears throat> I am a teamster. Uh, and uh, I'm happy. Uh, it was, it was, um, it was trying. It was kind of scary being a certain age and trying a new profession. And if, you know, it didn't pan out, I would have been, you know, I would have been up Stanks Creek, you know. Um, so I thank God for letting me get through that. And uh, I'm able to, like, I'm I'm an independent contractor. Like, you know, if I'm like, you know, I'm t I ain't working for the month of May. I don't have to work for the month of May. Like every other month. Like, you know, it's. It feels good to have limitless potential in front of you. Okay. Um, <clears throat> so, also, but with... How do I want to say this? I never forget. <laughs> that sounds so corny. <laughs> I never forget where I came from. But that's true. Look, okay, so today, right? This is why I love the hood, but at the same time, it's... It's interesting. Okay, so I'm at the gas station, right? I'm at the gas station today, and there's a young lady behind me. The young lady behind me has on a black shirt. She's a, she looks young, but I, you can't really tell, right? She looks young. Um, I just happen to look back, and she has a shirt on. It looks like it says F, you know, the cuss word, F Juneteenth. Right, so I was like, I maybe I didn't see that right. So you know, I make it inconspicuous, but you know, I kind of turn back around and I look at it again. I'm like, you know, like I say, F Juneteenth, right? And I think she kind of caught me looking, and she was like, I, and I just turned back around because I, I, you know, you never know what people got on their mind, right? So she says, uh. She said, yeah, it, it don't say what you think it say. And I was like, oh, really? Because <laughs> I'm like, because it's to me, it like it says F-U-C-K, Juneteenth. And she was like, nah, see, it's supposed to say F-U-C-K, June 10th. That's what it say. And I'm like, oh, yeah, look at that. Right? And I turn back around. I don't want to engage. Like, you know, I'm like, okay, cool, whatever. And... <laughs> She was like, no, nah, I ain't got a problem with Juneteenth. Again, I'm like, okay. Like, I'm just looking. So then that she got me intrigued. I said, okay, so what's what's the deal with the shirt then? She was like, I don't have a problem with Juneteenth. I said, I never said you did. Your shirt said you did. I didn't say you did. She was like, no, what it's supposed to say is F you again, June 10th. And again, I got this look on my face like, you know, okay. She was like, nah, see, because you don't understand, cuz. Because see, like... See, alright, so the Moles and the G's, now this is some old gangster talk. Like Moles is Vice Lords, but they don't call them Moles no more. That's that's like early eighties. That's breakdance fighting right there. Buying fishnet shirts. Did I talk about fishnet shirts? I feel like I did, but whatever. I feel like it okay, look, just indulge me, y'all. If I didn't talk about fishnet shirts, I'm just saying. Back in the day, we had fishnet shirts. You just leave it at that. Um and now they call them Zesty. Like, when I was growing up, back in my day, Zesty was for ranch dressing. And now apparently Zesty means a sassy gay man. Whatever. Anyway, she said, June 10th, the Moles and the G's was fighting. And she lost people on both sides on June 10th. So that's why she got a problem with June 10th. I said, oh, okay. I'm about to turn back around. She said, I had this shirt made, and the shirt's supposed to say F, the number seven for June, and the 10th. <laughs> but the girl who made the shirt messed it up. I'm like, okay. And I'm about to turn around. She's like, but then she made me get the shirt. I'm like, okay. Now, while this conversation is going, another woman walks in, a young girl, looks about her age, and she's just looking at the woman that she talked, but she ain't never stopped looking at her hair. She had, like, her hair all over her head. It was orange. And the woman who walked in said, I'll slay your hair. 
like hard like that. Like, man, I'll slay your hair, right? And then she turned around, and now that the spell's been broke, I just I just disengage, right? My thing is, so she's basically a girl, I would do your hair, right? My thing is, if the shirt was messed up, and this happened June 10th, well, the, the, the calamity happened June 10th. The great GD Mole War was in June 10th. We in August, though. Why is you still wearing that shirt? Like, I would probably wear it out the woman's house, not to offend. But then I wouldn't, like, it, because she had the answers at the ready. You dig what I'm saying? So, like, so most people have probably looked at this shirt multiple times, so she's had to explain it. If you got to explain something like that over and over again, it's just you, the message is getting lost in, in the presentation. So, all right. So, I told y'all I became a teamster. I have been getting so many. I'm going to say this and I'm going to get on out of here. I don't want to. I got some more to tell y'all. I don't want to keep, you know, talk your ear off. I have been getting so much. I'm not going to call it junk mail. Charity mail? I don't know what you call it. I will say this. <clears throat> they say if you... You can't have all three, right? Either you're going to have a relationship but no money and no time, right? Or you're going to have money, no relationship, no time. Or you're going to have time, like, to, to do anything. But because you got all this free time, you ain't going to have no money, no relationship. You know? Like if you spend all your time with your girl, then you forfeit money, bro. You know what I'm saying? You shmoney, Right? And you ain't got no time because, you know, she won't talk at 2 o'clock in the morning. Talk about her feelings. Well, guess what you're doing at 2 o'clock in the morning? You playing Dr. Phil. And I ain't talking about Dr. Phil good. Huh? Huh? That part. Vice versa. So, anyway. My phone don't ring. With the exception of, I get these random... <laughs> I get random texts or emails from, like, Experion... Credit union, uh, credit some kind of credit place, credit, yeah, Equifax or something, and they text me like thirsty chicks, like, hey you, like I said you ain't use your credit card in like two months, I, you want to refinance something? And I'm like, nah, come on, okay, I see you, okay. Or like, I had some, uh, somebody they sent me, what's up, big head, you want to refinance your mortgage? Like, uh, and one of them like, oh God, I could say you like, like. $100 a month on just refinance your car. Mess with me one time. And I was like, no, I'm going. They were like, okay, well, if you want to go back to school, I'm going to give you a nice APR. Like, they really, they make you feel good because those are the only texts that kind of mean something, right? I've been getting a lot of mail, like physical mail at the house. And when I say physical mail, you know, like the letters and stuff, right? And it's been the craziest mail. Like, once you start giving the charity, like, everybody be like, they just shoot their shot, be like, skip it, man. What about me? What about me, right? Now, I told y'all a long time ago, it's something about people with cleft palates that I just, it freaks me out. Swear to God, it's the creep. I know you're supposed to swear to God. It's the creepiest thing, man. And if you don't know what cleft palate is, because they, they used to have infomercials. The babies used to come out there, and they used to be like Taiwan Filipino babies. <laughs> I mean, anybody can, anybody can be, be born with a cleft palate. It's just, I'm thinking about this one Filipino baby in particular. Like, they be, jeez, it's like, your lips is the last, I know I said this before, but your lips is the last thing to form on your body. Right, not the last, but like the, the exits, right? So like all the big stuff is the first, first to eight months. That's like all the, you know, they doing the hard work. You know, they putting together, you know, ligaments and arms and legs and clavicles and stuff, right? <clears throat> like that last like week or two, they be like, hey, we're gonna finish the eyelids. They be like, yeah, I guess we should go and get that out the way. And they be like, we're gonna do the tips of the ears, and sometimes they do them, and sometimes they don't. And then like the the cupid's bow, like uh. A little cute dipping on your lip. You know Lauren Hill ain't got no Cupid's bow. Most people got Cupid's bow. Anyway, um, yeah, a little Cupid's bow. Like that's like the last thing to kind of come. That's like you be as they push and they be like, sew the lips together, sew the lips together. And sometimes they don't get the lips together. 
So it'd be like it'd be open and raggedy, right? And then like the gums, the gums, they, they, you know, they, they be all jacked up and stuff. So then like, it's just it's crazy. Anyway, I told y'all like when those infomercials come up, they would show them pictures of people with them cleft palates, and I just want to throw my my wallet at the TV, like get them off the TV. I ain't racist enough. It's just like, because it would make, it would send a shiver down my back. It would just get it off. If, if I told, if a cleft, the person with a cleft palate caught me coming out to get out the bank, I swear to God, I'd go right back in. And if he just followed behind me at the bank, he'd be like, give me all your money. But he wouldn't say it like that. <laughs> Ugh, the spittle got on me. Like, I, I would clear out my life savings. Like, get it away. <laughs> Please get it away. Right. So now the cleft palate people, they send me, they be sending pitch, uh, sending like asking for money, and they put a cleft palate person around right the front. It's like, you ain't eating no bubble gum. Put your face away. The, uh, they had one dude, right? This is a different dude, different place. They, I think they were just Africans, but <laughs> it seemed like if they were just Africans asking for money, this was overkill. The dude's knees bent backwards. Like they had him right on, right on the, right on the envelope. What do I mean by his legs bent backwards? What I'm telling to you is this man was a human coffee table. Is what I'm trying to tell you. How do I, how do I explain this? I want you, I want you to get the whole. The brother's legs didn't bend backwards. They bent. <laughs> Wait a minute. Okay. His knee, his knees bent forward. Like, I keep saying it because that's the only way I can. You know how your knees bent back? His knees bent forward. And then, so like basically like if he wanted to pee, he could pee like a dog. Like he would just unzip his, and then just pee while I'm trying to. The thing is, man, they had him dressed. <laughs> just absolutely. <laughs> Damn, dressed like people. What I'm saying, he would just wear like wearing a shirt and some pants. Like, hey, yeah, my knees been backwards. So what? Like, you gonna give us some money or what? Like, how do you not give money to that? And then like they had him, and they made sure like they didn't give him no dignity on the on the envelope. Like his feet was on the ground, <laughs> and then like his hand his hands on the ground. Like, yep, this me. This how I walk. But look at you, your legs work fine. You, you don't want to give me no money. Like, how do you not? It just doesn't seem fair is what I'm saying. Like, if you want to take a bookie, like take a boo-boo, like, he would have to unzip the zip on his pants. Like, it's, there's a lot of, whatever. And then there was a, man, they still got, they, I don't know if this one is true, though. They they sent something talking about, like, the, the World War Two Holocaust survivors. And they, they had these old people. Really, if you take a picture of an old Russian person and be like, I survived the Blitzkrieg. You can't really. Yeah, maybe. Like, they, they was really old people. Like, their skin looked like old, like, like Bible pages. Like, it was like it was almost see-through. And they were like, have you forgot about me, my babushka? Like, bro, I ain't even... <laughs> You gonna ask me for money? I ain't even do that to y'all, cuz. I understand we are Jewish and no one likes the Jews. And like, how do you not give money to that? Uh, the uh, Native Americans? They was asking for money. And then like some some places get slick. Like they'll send you like a nickel. They be like, hey man, most people don't give a nickel about these folks. Do you question mark? And the nickel be like right there in the inside or something. Or they be like, we gonna send you a check. Right, we're gonna send you a check for like I'm say twenty five dollars cent. We're gonna send you. We're gonna invest in you so you can invest in us. But see, really, what they're doing is getting your routing information. That way, it's like, hey, you want to make this a monthly payment? We already been in your bank. You know, we already sent you. We know what you got. I just anyway, um, you know, but you can't help everybody. Can't help everybody. I'm gonna tell you the most baller thing I did though. Like I ain't even really baller, but it's just it just made sense. 
Okay, so like uh, I noticed, I wasn't taking care of the house like I needed to. You know what I'm saying? Some things are falling disarray, and I would um like sometimes I didn't want to do stuff, right? Okay, I didn't want to. I would walk past the dishes. I'm like, man, I'm gonna wash these dishes. And I'm like, I don't want to wash this. I want to wash dishes, right? And then I look up, it's like, it's been like a, three weeks, I ain't washed the dishes. And the more I look at them, the more I realize I'm not washing these dishes. It's not even like a mental block, oh, just run the water. Like, dude, I'm not putting, my, I'm not touching these dishes. I grabbed up, and it, this made perfect sense to me, right? I told my family, they were like, Tony, how could you do that? Like I, like, I did something wrong. But if you know you're not going to do something, do something about it. I don't mean to say do so hard, like, do something about it. But... I just grabbed dishes and threw them away. Like, dude, I'm not, I'm not doing this. I'm like, <laughs> it's like a mulligan. Like, I'm gonna throw these dishes away, and you know, we 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 not gonna let it get to this point, right? So, so then, you know, I was like, uh, I need some help in this house. You know, I'm too tired when I get home. I don't want to clean up. So, I'm gonna, you know, I'm gonna, I'm gonna get somebody to help me. And the little lady I was talking to at the time, she was like, oh, that's your answer to everything. Throw money at it, huh? And I had to look at her like, what, what are you talking about? I'm just saying, like, you know, just just throw money at a problem. Huh? Just make it go away. I looked at her. I didn't say it, but that's the most broken. What are you talking about? Throw money? Yes, that's what I'm going to do. That's why I work to make my life easier. I am going to speedball, curveball, knuckleball the money at the problem. And guess what? I'm going to keep throwing it. Yes, if I was a rapper at a strip club, shake your booty meat, shake your booty meat. What you going to do for us, Mr. Rapper Man? I'm going to tell you about my personality. No, throw money in the air, as you wish, stripper ladies, and they would shake the booty meat, right? <coughs> I feel like I feel like Bill Cosby. The ladies shaking the booty meats, right? But <coughs> you think when Barack Obama come home from a long day at work, well, he retired now, but just indulge me. You think when he was president, he got in the Oval Office, got in the bed. You think Michelle rolled over and said, "Hey, um, the, the the sink is leaking in the in the Abraham Lincoln bedroom, baby. Would you before you come to bed, would you look at it? Oh, you think he? They called somebody to fix it. You think Jay? You think when Beyonce come in the house, right, and the, the Bentley making noise? You think she go to Jay Z like Jay Z? Uh, the Bentley is making it need an oil change and a tune up and the spark plugs. You think Jay Z putting on overalls like, well, let me get back on that. One in the morning, I'll be up in the club. Two in the morning, I'll be doing it. No, no, man. Yes, you throw money. <laughs> yes, that's what you do. It makes it all go away. Speaking of which, y'all saw they found cocaine up in the White House. <laughs> Who doing that? <laughs> Who saw that coming? Is this a party? <laughs> White house, pure as the driven snow, running through my. Who <laughs> like this is a great party? You know to make it even better. A little book of sugar. Hey, who's with me? That guy knows what I'm talking about. Like, <laughs> bust it out. Whatever. So anyway, I knew I needed help cleaning up the house. So what did I do? Right. First thing I did was because I ain't want anybody in my crib like that. Right. So there were a couple people I knew and I trusted. I was like, hey, um, how about if you come over, right? Because like, I'm not going to clean up if I'm here by myself. But if I got company, I get self-conscious about stuff I'm going to clean up. So I said, why don't you come over, right? I get lunch. You know, just, just watch me clean. You ain't got to move nothing. Because women got better eyesight. Because, you know, I might not see a sock in the corner. You'd be like, Tony, you going to get that sock? I'm like, yeah, yeah, I'm going to get that sock. Right? Just come over, you know, i get you some lunch, you know what I'm saying? Just hang out with me. They were like, all right, cool. Never happened. Okay, and I got a little desperate. So I was like, look, um, how about you clean my crib? And the woman was like, boy, you you funny. I was like, no, for real, why don't you, why don't you clean the crib? I said, just give me a number. I said, you make 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 the number. I don't care. Just I just want the house clean. You clean the house, and I, I'll pay you whatever you want. <laughs> you crazy, whatever. Like, I'm going to charge you at least. I said, okay, cool. So when you coming? 
Like, dude, I don't do all the talking. Like, I want the house clean. Whatever. <laughs> Whatever. So I asked again, because you telling me, oh, man, I ain't got no money. This, that, that. Dude, I'm trying to tell you. You, I don't know how much you're getting paid now. I'm telling you, you writing your own check. Come on over here, move some stuff around. Now, it was a person I kind of dug. I was like, real talk, man. Whatever you find, you can keep too. How about that? I just want the house clean. Whatever. You got me confused. You got the wrong one. Okay, fine. Right? So then, I saw this ad. It was like, because uh, once you start talking about stuff, they start shooting ads your way. So, there was an ad for, what was it? Um, I can't remember. It was, it was a maid service, right? So, I, I kind of looked into it, and they was like, hey, man, you know. It was like, we uh, we charge you like $29, $39 an hour or something. I think that was introductory price or whatever. So, I kind of looked at it. It was like, just type in your area code and see who's in the area, right? Type in the area code. like it's six people like right in your area. And I was like, nah, not my area, bro. I need somebody who live outside my area, right? So, I was thinking about getting this app, but I was like, man, I don't want to feel sound racist, but I, I can't have nobody cleaning up my house that's also doing better than me financially. Like, <laughs> I can't have, like, a, 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 a bougie, you know, upper crust white person coming to my crib like, yes, Dad, I'm in the ghetto. I have my whistle. You know what I'm saying? Like, nah, bro. Like, <sighs> it sounds... I mean, I didn't verbalize until now. It was just, I just felt like that. Like, I didn't want... I want like somebody doing better than me financially to come up to my crib and be like, oh, I cleaned up that, that hell hole. Like, you know, I ain't want nobody doing worse than me either. You know, but anyway, long story short, I got somebody to help me. And, bro, when I tell you, man, it's nice. You know, I feel feel a little guilty, you know, but at the same time, you know, I'd be like, hey, you need anything? Yo, you want to get some lunch? You know, like, young girl, you know, younger lady. And, uh, it's cool. It works out, man. Like, you know, when I was talking about getting a, getting a maid, or not a maid, I don't know, some help. Like, all the older people I know, like, hey, man, don't fall in love, man. One guy I know, uh, he had a, he had a maid, end up sleeping with her, he married her. I'm like, that's hustling all the way backwards. Why would you take somebody, like, who used to have to do what you say, it sounds so misogynistic. Somebody who had to do what you say, hey, I need you to wash these dishes. You know, don't be mean, obviously, but hey, we get a chance, I need you to wash some dishes. And they're like, yes, sir. You know what I'm saying? Whatever people say. You know what I'm saying? I need you to wash these dishes. I need you to, you know, fold these clothes up. And then all of a sudden, you, you want to have it all. That's what it is. You, hey, look at you. You look mighty fine doing what I tell you to do when I tell you to do it. And she was like, well, why don't I just sleep my way to the top? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? And then all of a sudden, then you then y'all sitting there married and you be like, baby, watch this and shit. I'm not watching nothing. And then when you try to get another maid, she's gonna have a dude with six pack in your house because you already know you can't be trusted around young people. So, nah, bro, I'm not gonna complicate my life. Um But yeah, that was my biggest flex, throwing away dirt throwing away dirty dishes. All right. Um, one last thing. One, well, two things, and now I'm, I'm gonna go get on with the get on. Um, go. On. Um, how do I want to say this? My daughter had an open house because um, she graduated high school. I'm very proud of her. Uh, about to be 19. That's crazy. I still remember when she was small as a loaf of bread. I mean, literally, like, like, like she used to like be as like long as her whole body was like, as long as my forearm. You know, she was seven eleven, seven pounds eleven ounces, and I remember she used to grab my my pinky, like wrap all her little fingers around my pinky and stuff, and uh, and now she's an adult. You know, well not an adult, young adult, I guess. But it's crazy because like certain traits still still carry over like you know what I'm saying from when she was a baby um it's pretty sweet <laughs> I used to tell her uh cause she she wears a hijab now a head wrap uh Christian head wrap whatever 
Uh, <laughs> I was calling her my little like, out of shucks. <laughs> I was doing so good, no stuttering. It's always about trying to get cocky. Uh, Al Qaeda kid. I was calling her my little Al Qaeda kid, you know. And I was saying, I'm going to take her back to the hospital. Like, you promised me a white Christian baby. <laughs> no, I'm sorry. A Christian baby that believed in white Jesus. And it was like, you know, and then, you know, whatever. Uh, anyway, she had an open house. And um, my daughter wanted African food, right? So there's actually an African restaurant um, around here. So I um I said, okay, well, you know, call the man, tell him what you want, you know, we'll get, you know, for your open house, we'll get all the food, whatever. And the guy wasn't answering the phone. Right? So my daughter calls me and she's like, Hey dad she it almost felt like an Italian mob. She's like, Hey dad, uh you mind going up there and having to talk to him? You having to talk with him? I'm like, What you Having a talk with him, so like, yeah, hey, go, hey, go, go, talk to him. And I'm like, talk to him or talk to him. She, hey, oh, hey, what are you, what are we doing here? Hey, you go talk to him. Hey, do I got to spell it out for you? I'm like, okay, you want me to deal with it? <laughs> yeah, I want you to deal with it. Okay, cool. So you want me to deal with it? Deal with it. Hey, am I speaking freaking English over here? Go up there, have a talk, and deal with him, right? So I'm coming from work. I don't like doing anything. Once I'm getting off of work, if I, if I don't want to, and plus, Zion knew what she doing. She knew what she was doing. She's sending me up there because I don't, I don't do the shenanigans. My thing is this: if I'm trying to spend money with you, bro, what you, what you, is you about this? You about making money? You just like, you like to go home smelling like goat curry? Like what? That might be a little racist. I don't know. So anyway, I go up in there, right, and I have a seat, right. So there's somebody else ordering some food or whatever. So. As soon as the other person, it's a young man at the door. He's like 19, 20. He's got two big lips. And when I say big lips, like his lips is too big. Like It's like God gave him two bottom lips. Like his bottom lips as big as his top lip, and they both overly inflated. Men know what I'm talking about when I say this. He's got the type of mouth that if you punched him, you knew his face would explode. Like his lips would just just split, man, like both of them. <laughs> he had really punchable face, and he had thick glasses. And it's like one of the things, like, I didn't want to punch him. It's just like if someone did punch him, oh, that'd be so satisfying, right? Because them big lips going to split on them teeth. Blood going to be everywhere. You're going to be like, yeah, I killed them. Maybe I should edit that out, but I'm not going. Anyway, so he was like, man, he was a young guy. He was really sensitive, right? And he was like, man, I help you. I said, yeah, I would like to. He was like, just a second. It's like, dude, you called me up here to tell me to hold on. Like, you could just did whatever, whatever. Right? So he comes back out. I'm like, uh, yeah, man, uh, I'm trying to uh, get y'all to cater an event. And I was like, is, uh, is, is there someone I can talk to? And he was young. Young people got that uncertainty. He was like, well, um. He's cooking right now. And I looked at him. And you know what I'm saying? I just kind of gave him a little. Just I'm really looking at him. Because I really don't. I want to leave. And he kind of gave the young people look like what? Like he is. He is cooking. I say, let me get this straight, bro. I'm in here asking you to cater an event. You telling me he's too busy to come talk to me? Is that what you? Is that what you're trying to convey to me? And he kind of did that insecure look over the shoulder like, well, I guess I'll talk to him and see if he can talk to you. Okay, yeah, that that'll be very appreciated, right? So it goes, it goes in the back, and then all of a sudden, the owner, older gentleman, he comes out the back. He's probably like, hell yeah, I want to talk to him. The man talking about get catering money, man. What? The, I'm stirring goat necks here, man. Yeah, I can, I can stop stirring for a little bit. He comes out the back, and he's like, hey, help me, I help you, sir. Please don't look. I want to do the accent, and I don't. It's not, not authentic. Whatever, it makes me happy, so I'm gonna do it. Ah, hello, sir. Hello, sir. How may I help you? I say, hey, man. Um, my daughter and ex-wife have been trying to contact you for 
about a week now concerning uh concerning uh you catering event and the way the nigerian dude said it, he was like ah you're like oh yeah she been calling me but then he said ah yes the 902 number so if you know what's money on the phone bro why ain't you answering the phone why am i up here looking at you right now you know what i'm saying you don't like making money Shmoney. right so i'm like yeah man um and i told him i said look man if it was up to me we'll go somewhere else you know what I'm saying? I shouldn't have to chase you down to spend money with you. But with that being said, my daughter really likes your place. And I want to order from you. Is this something you're going to be able to do for me? Like, Is this something you're going to accomplish? Because my thing is, I don't feel good about giving you money. Shmoney, if you you know money on the phone, and you like, nah, nah, bro. So anyway, he was like, I, I, will, I can handle it. All right, cool. This is what I want. Boop de boop de boop de boop. Read the order back to me. He was like boop de boop de boop de boop. I said excellent. I said, but how much? You know, how much money we talking? I can do it for. Bleep, 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 bleep. I said, all right, cool. I said, do me a favor. You say anything? What's up? I said, take my number down. So I give him my number, and he was like, what is your name? I said, Tony. I said, Tony, what? Just put Tony B. That's good enough. Okay, Tony B, I will save it. He, he did. I say, so look, man, they're going to call you and take care of the business. But when Tony, when, when my number come up, I, we shouldn't have no problems, am I right? Oh, no, we should not have any problems. You want my number? Nope. I say, man, what's your name, bro? He said, Willie. <laughs> I say, your name Willie? Yes, everyone calls me Willie. I, Nigerian Willie, huh? I ain't never met a Nigerian Willie I didn't like. Oh, it's funny because it's a double entendre. Willie also means penis, you know, in my country. Oh, you dirty boy. So anyway, um, and they told me it was going to have the food ready and like at 10 o'clock. And I was up there at 9.45. I'm just sitting there looking at the parking lot. I don't see nobody coming, nobody going. I'm already getting heated. It's like 10.02. I'm like, who told trusting Nigerian Willie? I like, I was just hot, and then like 10:03, over the door, like I was waiting for you. You a lie, cause I was standing right here. Anyway, beautiful time, and uh, and that was it. You know, just Nigerian Willie. <laughs> Past the Willie on the left hand side. That is Jamaican and not Nigerian song. Well, I don't know any Nigerian songs. What else? Um, yeah, that's it. Uh, that's it. I'm gonna go ahead. Oh no, no, I'm lying. I'm lying. Last thing, I'm gonna let you go. Um, someone brought this up to me, and I nope. You know what? Nope. <laughs> I'm sorry. I'm sorry. I just realized I've been going for a minute, and I don't want to have to say intro. You know what? I'm about to go. Just all right. I love you. Bye.